This week on Survivor. Alrighty, welcome back everybody. Hey. Another Survivor Wednesday has come and gone and another podcast is gonna show up in your feed. Yeah, we're officially on Spotify, still waiting for Apple Music, Um, but it's happening, people, it's happening. We're we're growing business. Yes. Um, we also have an Instagram page now, so follow us at This Week on Survivor, and you get a little bit of behind the scenes and um, the fun fun stuff that we post there. So that was like a good episode. Where I'm glad we watched it twice because the first time it felt like everything went by really fast. Mm-hmm. Other than the challenge, which I felt like was really hard and went by really slow. But then the second time watching it, um, it was a lot. Like, I kind of felt better about it. I also, yeah. Well, after not watching Survivor since last season, coming in and having a huge two-hour episode, it's going to feel a lot shorter, I think. Um, But yeah, it did go by very quickly um but there's still some things that i'd missed and everything so i was also glad to to watch it again and be more focused yes so now that we've watched it twice let's give our listeners a recap yeah uh you want me to start yeah it's your turn to start okay so this one opens up on extinction and uh, Amber has a little speech about getting voted out and her husband still being in the game. Um, you go. Okay, and then we see Rob uh, accept his bequeathed coin um, from it, where he suspects it's from Amber. But then he also suggests that it could be from Sandra, and I think that this could just be him... Um, Hoping not for the worst. As in the worst being Amber's out. Uh, And then uh, Ben and Denise are off getting firewood. They then stumble across a hidden... Well, Denise finds a hidden immunity. Yeah, and this is a special immunity that has to be given... uh, There's two pieces, and the second piece has to be given to a different player by sundown. Of that day. So you have to let someone else know that you have the idol. Interesting. Hmm. She she then wants to give it to Parv, but Adam, he thinks, tricks her into giving it to him because it's the two-parter, so he gets the other half. And then we see Kim on the other tribe um, find an idol and... She doesn't have pants on, so she doesn't know where to put it, so she throws it in the sand and somehow knows where it lands and then comes back later with Sophie, who she bequeaths the other half of the idol to. Then we're back on Extinction, and uh, Natalie and Amber read a poem for a clue to find some kind of advantage. And lucky for us, viewers at home, the camera crew slash editing people highlight exactly 
what the clue is trying to tell them. For them, they miss it. They don't know that it's in the water well, so they walk the whole island. And uh, it just so happens that Natalie goes to get water and finds the the advantage, the advantage which is the uh, safety without power advantage, which she bequeaths to Jeremy. Uh, then we go back to regular island, and Tony is making this crazy ladder that he is attempting to get, I believe, uh, breadfruit or papayas or something, but it's the craziest ladder. And then Tyson has a breakdown about how, how he, I don't know how he's still alive and how he's a cop and is in charge of putting in laws to keep people safe when he's building that kind of ladder. Yeah, and then from there we see the reformation of the Cops R Us alliance between Sarah and Tony. And then it's the challenge. Yes, the challenge is that they have to get a, they have to poke a key with a long stick. <laughs> As it falls, and then they use that to get chess, and then they have to put the chess on a wagon that they pull. Then they have to break said wagon down, throw it through holes in a wall, climb over the wall, put it back together, and then run and do a puzzle afterwards. So that happens. Yeah, and that... Uh, challenge just looks really tiring. Um, Rob kind of lets everyone down on the Sele tribe by doing this weird approach to the puzzle, which involves not doing the puzzle. Um, and they unfortunately lose, sending them to tribal council and giving the other team the survivor spice kit, which makes everything taste better. But- ultimate gift you can win the survivor spice jeff kit. is so excited for the spice Loves kit. the spice kit no one else is almost as much as his strange accents anyway uh then rob wants to vote out a newbie one of the new guys so they're all chatting about that and trying to get a new guy out danny admits this to ben Ultimately shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, Danny feels left out from the old school tribe or old school alliance and then starts to panic. And like you said, is the reason for her own demise, I think. And right before that happens, I wrote something down. So Mm -hmm. going reverse (laughs) a little bit, Ben... There's a nice little dance. He has a nice little dance scene, which yeah. is quite something. So that happened in the episode, too. A little dancing Ben. And then, yes, Danny shoots herself in the foot. And we also have an awkward situation at Tribal where Rob makes everyone empty their bags, but we'll get into that later, I think, because it was pretty awkward. That's pretty much what happens next. Well, yeah. And then Danny gets sent home. Or to the edge of extinction. And And then then she gets there and she's like, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Right after she bequeaths her fire token to Denise. And that's it for the episode. So if you couldn't tell, 
The theme this week is bequeath. The theme <laughs> of the season. I'm just kidding. Winners at bequeath. <laughs> the theme for this week's episode um, was once again suggested by a fan. And we are going with it because it is super prominent this week. And that theme is relationships. This theme comes up so much, like twice at tribal council, um, Adam says that at this point, the game isn't really about advantages, it's about relationships, and Parvati backs that up when Jeff asks her what this vote is going to be based on, and she fully just says, relationships and trust. So this should be interesting to uh, take a deeper look into all the relationships that we saw either form or deform. Yeah. Deform? I guess. Well, because Danny thought, well, Danny, for example, thought she had a relationship with Rob because of her truthfulness to him when she tried to vote him out. So she went to him first about Parv. And I guess she wasn't aware that Parv and Rob had a strong alliance. I think they've kind of kept it under the radar anyway. Um, Yeah, but that was a great moment uh, of revelation when Rob said, Parv is my number one. So we kind of saw a glimmer of that in the first episode, but to hear it, uh, for all those of us who are rooting for those two, hopefully with their skill, can keep each other in the game. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of seems like the Denise and Adam relationship is still going strong, in a sense. Yeah. Um, although it seems a lot more, like, I don't even really want to say strong because she wanted to give it to Parv and Adam kind of, the way he was talking seemed to be like he tricked Denise into giving it to him, which I get, but that doesn't, it seems like a strange relationship that like you, like last episode, they were a hundred percent together and then this episode, something like a uh, hidden immunity seems like it, that should be solidifying, but it's kind of doing the opposite. I found where like Denise is trying to go a different way, and Adam wants in on it, of course, because it's a hidden immunity. Um, but is like having to try to trick Denise into giving it to him. So he kind of seemed like he tried to like best her into thinking like she should give it to him. Yeah, that was interesting because I think it was a great, it's a great relationship that the two of them have. And I think it's like pretty under the radar, not very suspecting. Um, But when Adam found out that Ben also happened to be in on this because he helped Denise find the idol Uh, that kind of put a wrench in their ongoing relationship. And uh, Adam didn't want to involve Ben, and now he is. And then Denise now wants to involve Parvati, and Adam is just like, no, like, this is so so wrong. 
so it was kind of funny to see Adam take on this role of counselor of like what you should do with your idol where last week we saw him kind of uh reaching out to Denise in like a mother role so it the it was kind of switched that time that both relationships that we saw Denise have this episode were her kind of being guided by these younger players who might have been who have both been in more recent seasons than her with Ben helping her find the idol telling her what to look for and then eventually leading her to one that was pretty amazing and then again Adam with strategy also really good move on uh, Ben's part by not like being like, oh, give me half. He like straight up. Oh my up god, was like, yeah. Oh. I I wrote down, good on Ben because if that were me, I would be like, so that's mine, right? We're yeah. we're in this together. I basically led you to it. You should give it to me. Yeah. So as much as Ben kind of seemed like a wild card that whole episode, and I think it was like highlighted during his little dance that you liked so much. Um, Loved it. <laughs> that was like a very solid moment of like calmness and being collected yeah that's a real that was a really good play on on his part which i think will lead to a really good relationship boom connected it um but i think it will i i think that's a really good relationship uh booster i guess because like even she said like she can trust him a lot more the fact that he didn't take it yeah uh, we didn't see much of the Decal tribe just because they didn't uh, have to go to tribal, so we didn't have to see them talking about strategy. But we did get a little glimpse into two people who don't have a relationship, but both were doing the same thing, but in their own uh, ways. And, and it really showed, I think, like maybe a bit of foreshadowing um, about how they're going to play the game. And I'm talking about Tony and Yule getting the fruit. So we saw a little clip of Yule making this like very thought out stick with um, with a rope. It was kind of like what they would eventually have to use at the challenge to get this st- yeah, to get the the keys off. But he was using it to to fetch papaya from the ground safely, and he did it. And then a few scenes later, we see Tony building this ladder which breaks the first time he steps on it and I think those are just like such good um like they really make sense for each of those players and how they approach the game Mm -hmm. so that was just a fun they don't have a relationship but we saw their relationship to getting fruit right (laughs) that's a bit far-fetched but I just wanted to talk about it no that that is interesting because I've never seen you either of them play but uh, Yule, he said, like, he's, he's gone on and said, like, when I first played, I, I like, everything was very, like, thought out and, like, mathematical and, like, how I'm going to do everything, um, which is his way of getting the breadfruit. Tony seems a lot more like a run-and-gun kind of guy, which is what his way of getting the fruit was totally so kim finding the idol 
and then sharing it with Sophie. That's another thing we saw happen on DeCall. Uh, what do you think about that? Why, why Sophie? I have no idea what their connection is. I don't know. Like, I, I don't really know Sophie. I don't, I don't know why she, did she refer to herself as the devil? Yeah. Like, I didn't think she was that type of player. I could be wrong. I, but it sounded like that's what she'd said. She's like, why would you show that to the devil? But she doesn't seem like that type of person or player. So I, so I don't, I, 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 I don't know what to make of that really. Like, I thought it would be fine. And then Sophie came on and made me really question that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still left wondering, like, did they have a relationship that we just aren't seeing? Or does Kim really just, like, go with her gut, which it seemed like that's how she found her idol? So maybe she just had a gut feeling that Sophie was the one that she wanted to share it with, and she just felt good about her, which I can respect. Like, if that's how you're going to play the game, then go all in. Um, but it was definitely interesting. And also with that idol, it'll be, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it has to be played because there are two pieces. Does that mean that both people have to present them when they're being played or like, do both people have immunity? Um, what, why that added element of you must tell or you must give it to someone else. Like what? I don't. It'll, I, I don't know. I think that has to do with like the social aspect of the game, and like with this season being so special, that the idols like you have to tell somebody else because you have to build relationships. Yeah. I think it's I like guess. forcing people to to play a more social game, and not. It's also a lot more challenging. So Sandra has an, an idol. No one knows except Natalie, which doesn't really matter because Natalie can't relay the message anyway. So nobody who is in the game knows that Sandra has an idol, which is a lot more valuable than the other two idols that are kicking around where other people do know because they have to know. So just is a disadvantage, I guess, uh, to have. But also sharing it with people. Like, people share their idols anyway. Like, they share that they have them anyway sometimes just because it's, like, an added uh, trust bonus. Yeah. So now just you don't just have to tell them. You both have to be on the same page at Tribal to play it, I assume. I think so. Yeah, that'll be cool to see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um... A relationship that hasn't really blossomed, and I don't know if it ever will, or it'll be interesting to see, is between Natalie and Amber. Like, right now, they Natalie seems to be deceiving Amber with her knowledge of what can happen on uh, the, the edge of extinction. But also, like, we don't know what's going to happen. What if they all can get brought back into the game is it worth it to try to make it an alliance and build relationships with those people it's also part of like possible jury management to be friends with these people so to see how natalie 
acted like she was downplaying how much she knew about the the clue, which she ended up not getting it anyway. But she she let Amber think what she thought and didn't ever say like, oh well, I had a clue before and I walked around and I found an advantage, with, which eventually ended up with me selling it and getting an extra fire token. Right. We also haven't seen a lot of extinction. Like we we saw a bit. We saw more than we ever have. But I think I think people on extinction are gonna have to form a relationship because you're there. You're not really part of the game. But this season, I guess you kind of are because you can find things and sell things and mm-hmm. make fire token money. Yeah. Also, I I feel like sticking with the with the relationships. I I feel because this season we know that there's an extinction. We know where people are going once they get voted off. And we know that those people can come back. I I feel like that's another like relationship builder because you can't just blindside anybody willy-nilly and get on their bad side because once you do, they might come back into the game. So you kind of have to not vote people out in, like, a mean way. Mm-hmm. Because there's the possibility that they'll come back. Yeah. And then that might be somebody that you can... That might take you to, like, the final three. Yeah. Or those are people who are going to be in in the jury for sure. So you, there's, like, so many things that... Because they're not exiting the game, especially right now, like, they're not going off, not even to Ponderosa, like, nowhere... Um, they're staying in the game. They're still in the game. So you really have to keep that, keep that going, I guess, because you can't really blindside people because then they get mad about it and then, which is fair, but they'll get upset and then they come back and then you never know. So you kind of have to keep that. And the two first people who were voted out and sent to Extinction Island or Edge of Extinction have solid relationships and those are the reason that they've been voted out with Jeremy and Natalie and Amber and Rob. Uh, but now we've seen that they both have it in on their mind to use their time at the edge of extinction to possibly keep their, uh, the other half of their relationship in the game. Like we saw Amber at the beginning say, I'm here. It sucks, but I can still help my husband who's still in the game. And then we also saw Natalie send Jeremy her advantage. So uh, those relationships are obviously still strong. Like we knew Rob and Amber are going to be the core mega relationship. And they've already, like they, they took that out the first week. They knew they had to. Rob was visibly upset about it at the challenge. Uh, and when he was bequeathed the token. So that relationship will continue to build. And yeah. While we're on the topic of relationships, I really want to dive into the whole old school versus new players and who lies where. Because a lot of people were all over the place. And I don't know how much longer this reasoning for being an alliance 
uh, is going to last because in past seasons we've seen tribes go to the merge and still be their original tribe strong. Like we saw on Island of the Idols, they were still like Vokai strong in the merge. Uh, but I don't know if you want to kind of get stuck with these old and new. I know I wouldn't because there's also people in between who aren't the old school players like well, where Harv. Do you, where do you cut it off? Exactly. What's the cut off? Is you, it when idols started to be played? Is it when I started watching? Because those like, are the new ones to me. Yeah. it's it, And, you know, like it's just a hard line to draw but for the past two episodes it's been so heavy and like dominant and then we saw this whole all the conversations before tribal this time were about old school new and then they got to tribal Ben was like well all you old schoolers were freaking out and then that made us new people freak out and then he just kind of went in this weird circle of saying he was not freaking out, and then he was, and it just, I don't know. I don't know what the, ben had, where the line is. But Ben had reason to, because he was told straight up by Danny, uh, yeah, Danny, that there was an old and a new, and he was standing right there. And Ben is one of the newest winners. yeah. And then you also see a conversation between Ethan, Rob, and Adam taking place saying, uh, let's make it Danny, right? Yeah. Why was Adam there? Uh, well, and like, and I don't think Adam is, like, is he considered one of the old ones? No. He won... Not that long ago. Right, exactly. So what? And then the fact that he, what I found really interesting is that they like agreed, like they were aware Adam was there because he went, oh, okay, let me go relay that, or like I'm gonna go check on some things, and like went and told probably Denise, I'm assuming. But he, so he he's in on it. Yeah, it's just like how much longer can this go on? But then, at the end of the day, the whole reason Danny went home was because she felt excluded from the old school alliance of Parvati, Ethan, and Rob. And she was safe. She like the vote was going to fall on, on Ben or Jeremy. Yeah, it was them two, and she she got paranoid, I guess, because she was on the outs, and then shot herself in the foot. Yeah, like it. it just because she was paranoid. It was it was weird. These relation like not to bring it back, but to also bring it back, all of these relationships have such weird effects. And then you also see people who are kind of just like riding it out, like Michelle and Jeremy this episode, who just said, This is a good vote to just go with the flow and try not to make a move because you have two groups of people going against each other. And and if there is an old school alliance, they just took out one of their own. Like um, Adam said, like if I think it was Adam said, well, there we go. This is great news. They just took out one of their own. Well, because the old schoolers want to stay strong, but the new ones 
want to take out the old ones so that there's not that like power dynamic or, or yeah. whatever but it it seems really strange and i think this season if we go back to not the theme of this episode but actually our first episode which is reputation everybody has a reputation and like i think some people well everybody has seen everybody play so that's why they're trying to build those relationships because they're pro- they they're probably thinking oh, I've seen that person play before. I can probably work with them. However, we saw that most people aren't playing the same way they used to. So I I, th- I think, you know, that they came in trying to build relationships with people who they don't really know or people who they have worked with in the past, but, like, years in the past. Mm-hmm. So it makes for a strange uh, relationship dynamic because it's, it's all going to be changing all the time. Mm-hmm. And I just want to go back to the challenge where we saw Rob fail miserably at the puzzle where usually he's quite good at puzzles. Um, do you think that's because he just found out that his wife got eliminated? I think he was pissed. Do you think it would have like like that strong of a relationship would have that much of an effect on how you play your game. Yes. I, I really think so. Cause he, like he basically saw his wife get wiped out from the game. And like, they talked about, you know, they left their four kids. So he's probably not just feeling sad for himself, but he's probably feeling sadness for Amber as well. And feeling her burden of pain. Um, and I think that really got into his mind. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, we only talked about it in the recap, but I think it's worth mentioning uh, Sarah and Tony. Oh, yeah. Another relationship being built. Well, another old relationship being rekindled. Hey. Cops are us. Hashtag cops are us. Yeah, cops are us are back. They're a funny duo, but I think... I think Sarah will hopefully come out on top from it because last time she didn't, but she didn't know, like she right. said in her in her confessional. Uh, but now that she understands how Tony works and like how to maybe take advantage of that, I think she's smart enough and has a good ground that she'll be able to do that. So... I'm excited to see that one develop. He's also just crazy, and you never know what's going to happen. Just that ladder. Just the ladder itself. And the way he was like, you know what? We're just going to keep it simple. Simple, simply build a ladder, simply put it in a tree, simply climb up, and simply grab some fruit. Simple. Yeah. I, <laughs> like he's trying, I actually wrote that down in my notes. He, simple. Yeah, he's trying so hard to not be his usual self. Like I think you've probably only seen it in videos where he goes off and makes his spy shack and like builds a trench and then well, hides like in the hole. Yeah. Like season. he's crazy. Yeah. So he must have really done some work on like turn the mirror on himself and really like did a deep dive into how to control that because he's, we've seen two episodes and he's been pretty good. Yeah, 
And, like, if the ladder's, like, as crazy as it gets, that's not even that crazy. Mm-hmm. It's nuts because he climbed up so high on yeah. that. I don't even... It, on just pieces of bamboo and twine. Okay. Well, if you feel good about that section of relationships, um, let's get into the outwit, outplay, outlast part. And I went first last time. So if you want to go true. first. Okay, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So for outwit, I am going with Ben. Mm. Because of that move with Denise, of him choosing not to take it, I think that's a really classy act, and I think that's really going to pay off. So I'll go with Ben. Okay, good choice. Uh, for outwit, I chose Ethan. Just because he has somehow, in what we saw, it looked like he was in every conversation. He knew what was going on with everyone, and I don't know how you can do that and still like get people to tell you what is actually happening. And um, he was very calm at a kind of chaotic tribal council. So he seems to, and for being who he is, like a super old school super well-known player, he's kind of gone under the radar so far. Yeah. Also, with the Ben thing and Danny, he was, like, very calm about it. He's like, you know he's a new schooler, right? So he he was even in with the new schools and talking with them. So it's a good pick. Great pick. Thanks. For out play... You might be shocked by this one. So I wanted to go with the whole Decal tribe because they wiped the floor with Sele. Uh, there was no to answer for Decal. <laughs> so with that being said, I couldn't pick the whole team. So I went with Tony. No, that's who I picked. Is it? Yeah. I picked Tony for fueling his team to win that challenge with the papayas or breadfruit. I have a different reason. All right. But I picked Tony um, as well. There's this awesome shot of Tony bursting his whole body through that like sand Mm. uh, pile up that the other team dug through, he just like shot his body through it and made the hole disappear, like the all the sand disappear, which was super cool. And just for that, I was like, all right, I choose Tony. And then when he was like, all right, guys, start clapping, start clapping, make them feel the pressure. Right. And he continued that, which like for the other tribe sucks, but also you have to outplay isn't just strength. It's about mind games as well. So he, he really showed up with both physical strength and like mind play in that challenge. Yeah. He, I, I didn't notice the sand thing. Oh, it was so cool. But like, both times I watched, I was like, nice, Tony. Especially because like Rob was already in his own head. So then having them clap would do extra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So who do you think based on this episode, is um, your pick to outlast and be named Soul Survivor. I hate that I'm going to say this. 
Are you going to pick the same freaking person as me? Adam? Yes. Yeah. He's so good. I know. I don't like his play. It's not for me. Like, even to na- uh, on last night, um, Wednesday night, for the episode, when they were at Tribal, he, like, if you have the idol like he does, shut up. He called attention to himself, being like, why do you even have to do this? Do you know who says that? Guilty people. No, but that whole thing. It's weird. I don't like what Rob did. It made me so uncomfortable, and I don't know, like, maybe it's something I've seen in a video of, like, at a sleepover, someone makes everyone do something, and then there's, like, this shy person in the corner being like, I don't want to sing karaoke, or, like, I don't want to play truth or dare, but everyone else is doing it. And I felt that for Denise because she was like so quiet. She found this idol and now Rob, the godfather, is going to make everyone empty their bags. I just like, no respect. <laughs> but no, like that's that's not a respectful move. No, it's it's a really... It's petty. Like it's really showing how much is going to his head of having a big, huge bust of himself on Island of the Idols. Or, like, just how... Because that's, that's... No, that's, that's getting too big for your britches. That's, that's a little too much. Yeah, and, like, I'm, I'm glad that neither of them showed they had it. Like, mm. I know some people would be like, yeah, I have it. But, um, like, they didn't... That's a situation that you're not expecting... I don't know. I, I was no, like, but Denise played it my perfectly. skin was crawling. Denise played it perfectly. Like she got it out. She kept quiet and hid it. Mm-hmm. And Adam called attention to himself. He could have also been quiet. But I think I also, that's part of the reason I, ch- I chose Adam is that he's not afraid of, like seen before, he just called Rob the Godfather. And now he's standing up to him. And we saw Ben, this war vet, like, curdle when Rob approached yeah. him. Whereas Adam's like, why are you doing this? What What is your play here? So I respect that. That's, yeah. And it's he fair. was willing it's to make to a big move. It. Adam was ready. He, I think he's a little too ready right now. So I'm glad well, he I didn't try. Next episode, I think he's... That's what they were saying for for next episode, is that it was Adam saying, like, we're going to take out some of the big dogs. Yeah, and I think he will always um, be that player. And it's it always just comes down to, like, doing it at the right time when yeah. it can be respected and not when you're like, it's not about that yet. But, yeah, so, so wow. I picked Adam. We are in sync. Yeah, I thought I was... I, with this... I could tell by your face because I know you don't like him that much, and you don't. But like, I'm glad that you can respect I him don't because like his he play, deserves but it. Yeah, he yeah, he's he's great, great. He's great. Cool. Well, that's another week coming so on. Exciting news for us is that uh, episode t- two. Episode two means that our pool starts collecting points. True. So if you're one of those people who are in the pool, you get points this week. 
And there are some exciting new ways that you can earn points that I'm only going to tell on the podcast. You have to listen. Like, Rob gets 10 points for being bequeathed a coin. So, it's all about bequeath. bequeath all you season. Rob people, if, you're, if you weren't sure how you got 10 points, now you know. But, um, yeah, that is definitely being involved in a pool adds an extra layer. So, like, watching the second time, knowing that it's not Parvati, who's my MVP, is going home, it was much more relaxing. And I think that's why I could enjoy it, and it didn't just rush by in front of my eyes. So uh, I think the intensity will just get more and more as we go on. Yeah. Who's your I, uh, MVP? So I picked my MVP being, you know, the smart guy I am. I uh, I uh, picked Amber. Mm-hmm. Even though she was already on extinction. She's coming back. She's coming back. You feel it. 100%. And, but the reason why I picked her as MVP is because you, you don't even get that many points for picking the MVP. What you do get points for is kissing. And I know once they get together, there's going to be a smooch. So there's points for Amber and Rob, who I also have. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, I never I, thought about that. Oh, yeah. I, I picked point getters. Nice. That's how I picked. Amber got zero points this week. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's <laughs> no be, it's because they're not together yet. You, it's like, yeah, but you picked Nick and won the whole thing. Because Nick, and like he didn't get any points at the big beginning of the season, last like three episodes, racked up points. So Yee doggy. I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for my points. I'll, it, it'll come. On the topic of Nick and relationships, I really want him to get some more screen time so we can have more of his fun alliance names, like when he was on uh, David versus Goliath. I love, that was why I picked him. Alliance names? Yeah. Mason Dixon? Mason Dixon line. He had... Um, Rockstars. Rockstars with Mike from School of Rock. Yeah. He's just like such a good old boy. And he's not getting any screen time. So let's change that. Please, Nick. Oh, don't forget to uh, check us out on Instagram. Follow us, subscribe to us on, I think it's a follow on Spotify. We really appreciate it. Follow on Spotify. Um, and a download. I don't know if you can give ratings on Spotify. I don't think so. That's more of an Apple podcast thing. So yeah. when that happens, we'll let you know. And we just really appreciate all the support. Yeah, we're very exciting. We're excited. We, we, uh, <laughs> we are very exciting people. No. <laughs> We are we are we're excited. We we keep looking at the website. Podbean. Podbean. They give us all the all the analytics and everything, and all of our stats, and we see the numbers grow. So it's a lot of fun. It's very exciting when we get to see all around the world people are listening. So yeah, and uh, I'll take this opportunity because I missed it last week to shout out our fan who gave us our theme last week, Tiana, my sister currently living in France, our follower in France. So thank you for that. And this week, our theme came from Christina, my mom, our Bowmanville fan. Um, and so I think like we'll just keep this going. And you can, if you know us, send us your theme ideas. If you don't know us, follow us on Instagram and 
comment or send us a message and also we on love Twitter. also on Twitter. You can tweet us. Yeah. Twitter uh, at us at uh at on survivor is what it's called to find us. Uh yeah, so we really like receiving these ideas for themes because we already have a lot to think about. And it's cool to uh bring it all back to the one word. I've noticed you like to say the word a lot. Yes. Love it. That way it keeps me on track. Keeps you in line. Keeps me honest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Toodles. We'll see you next week on Survivor. Survivor.